after the show, it's the after party. We wanna party. The after party podcast with Freddie Mac and Matt. Hey. Hi. How you doing? It's I'm doing great today. I really am. Good. I had a wonderful weekend, and I decided this morning I was just going to move forward into the week, and that is it. That's good. This weekend, you uh, you didn't smoke. Another weekend, not smoking. But Hell you were no. like, so, so the other part of it, like, you were socializing. It's not just a weekend where you yeah. didn't smoke. You Dude, were I was socializing all weekend. Yeah. All day, every day, from the moment I left this building to the moment I came back. So Natalie's on this journey of not smoking, and it's been 70... 72 days? 72 days since your last cigarette. Yes. Um, can I ask, like, why you smoked when you did smoke? Ooh. What brought that on? Like, that... Because uh, it became an addiction, obviously. Yeah. But, like, because some people I know, and I ask because some people I know, like, have, like, anxiety, and, like, it's like, oh, my gosh, I need a cigarette. Like, that kind of deal. Some people just... Smoke because they just like it. You know, I, like, what was your reason? I started smoking when I was younger because, like, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like, I'm not blaming my mom for anything, but my mom smoked. And then my dad smoked. And, like, when you're just around stuff, you know? Yeah. As much as I hated it as, as a kid, I just, like, somehow kept doing it. And what's effed up is, like, I never, I cannot tell you one time I soberly had a cigarette that I enjoyed. I mean, when you get into party mode, just be honest with me, people here. Sure. Like, you know, then everything else is dulled and you don't care as much. And then, like, working in the bars and my friends smoked and I smoked, like, I never actually, like, really liked it. You just get addicted to something. And okay. then, but I've also always been an athlete. Like, I always was still playing sports, running half marathons back in the day. But I used to run at least five miles, five miles a day. I did that every day for years, smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. And, even and still in, able to perform athletically. Yeah. I mean. Interesting. Yeah. I would just push myself really hard. And I, actually, I found that when I quit smoking, it was harder for me to push myself athletically because I wasn't used to that. I kind of was like. This, you were dependent on the cigarettes, maybe? Uh, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like maybe like, yeah, the negativity. Huh. I was fighting a lot. Like, I feel shitty because I smoked. Ugh, keep going. Keep going. But now I'm like, I always feel great. It's fine. See, I would I would assume that smoking that much and still doing athletic activities like it would would create stress on your lungs. You wouldn't be able to breathe as well to do any of those things. The amount you were smoking, like a pack a day, that's how many cigarettes? Pack a day back in back in the day, yeah, Um, twenty. Because I've never I've never smoked a cigarette. Like I've took I've taken a hit of a cigarette and I did it completely wrong. Almost blew out a lung trying to trying to cough. It's so awesome, but. I, yeah, I just the what I the little I know about cigarettes and and nicotine and stuff like that. I would have thought you know that would be bad on your lungs it is, well, because yeah. of the amount you smoked and how for how long you were smoking. I mean, it would just depend. Like towards, I would say I was a pack a day there for a while, but I would say the last ten years I was not a pack a day. Yeah, but uh, because I don't have t- enough time, and I just stop sm- smoking during the day or whatnot. But um, wow. Well, I commend you. Anyway, thank you. I feel I feel amazing, and this is the first time that I've quit and not ever wanted to smoke while I'm socializing. I did a little bit, but never enough to actually do it. Sure. Over the weekend, wow. like there was no way I was going to actually smoke a cigarette. That's just, incredible. How does is how does it feel coming off of a weekend like that, where you were around your mom who smokes, mm-hmm. you were around the you were in these social situations, and you did not yeah. once have a cigarette. great. And there was one day like. Um, on Saturday, I went and drank beers with the boys for a while, 
in outside at a picnic table. They were smoking around me, and that's like when I would smoke, sitting around drinking beer, sure. super happy socially. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, you know, not worried about being a lady and just like ripping heaters, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> no, that did not happen at all. And but when I was like this before, when I quit smoking a year ago, I would have such a hard time socializing and I'd be like a mess inside and like wanting to cry all the time. Wow. And just like, I can't take it. I just want to smoke. Like I hate this. And you didn't get that this weekend. No, hell no. Wow. I'm re- reading. Um, hold on. I read this book. What's the book called? This is how you quit or something. Um, Alan Parr, Alan Carr. Okay. I actually never even finished it. Jeez. Oh, Pete's. But anyway, Feeling good. So anyway, I'm really excited. I'm rejoicing about that today. That's awesome. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. And you you. keep going, you know. And it is International Women's Day. Yes, Monday, March 8th. Because we do this every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. After our radio show. And uh, yeah, so International Women's Day. You know, I empower you. I stand with you. You know. Thank you very much. You know, I, I want the best for you, you know, as a person, as a woman in society, as an adult, as a human being, all those things. What's that quote you said in a video you were in about you don't want it to be like the best woman or something. You just want to be the best human. Or yeah. Something. What was that you said? I want to get to a point where we don't have to focus on that we're women doing things. We're mm-hmm. just doing great things. Yeah. Because, I mean, as great of a day that this is and something that's internationally recognized, International Women's Day, you know, Women's History Month and stuff. It's like, we sh- it's, it's great, but it shouldn't really be. Because it's supposed to be normal to celebrate women and women be empowered and be in positions of power and things like that. That should be completely normal. Mm-hmm. And it's still we still have situations where it's like the first female referee and like things like that and of course there's always going to be a first and i'm not trying to taint any of those celebrations and things i don't it's not like i don't think they should be celebrated i do but we just still have so far to go which is so great because that's like different in generation like when our parents were our age they weren't thinking that at all i mean um women's suffrage happened within the past hundred years didn't i know yeah so i mean that's the crazy thing yeah it's like this isn't long long time ago this is Stuff that recently changed. Yeah, fast. You know, like law, like with the laws and everything. When you think about it that way, you're like, man, well, you know what? There definitely have to be difficult women that are charging this and that are leading leading the way and making people feel uncomfortable. There have to be women that are speaking up, yeah. you know? So I say the same thing for, um, you know, like black people, people of color, mm-hmm. minorities, women. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be people that lead the way, that trailblaze, right? Just throughout every generation. And every generation does it a little differently, maybe a little bit better than the one before. Um, so I don't want that to sound like I'm celebrating this. Like, that's not what I'm saying at no, all. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's really just like, dang, we we have to we have to continue to push for change. And you know what? Like, that um, attitude that I'm talking of now really came when I was interviewing Jenny Morris, our boss, the CEO of the CEO company we work for. Yeah. I asked her, I originally asked her assistant if I could interview her. I wanted to interview her as a woman in her position. Yeah. And I was told, like, Jenny doesn't answer questions like that. Like, just, you'll, you'll find. So when I talked to her about it, she said, I, I realized throughout the conversation by the second half, I was like, you don't care that you're a woman doing this stuff, do you? She's like, no, I'm just doing the job. Think, 
My sex has nothing to do with it. Right. And she said, I think if women stop focusing on the fact that we're women, just continue to do great Hmm. jobs, maybe it won't be such a big deal and it'll just be more normalized. Yeah. I was like, you go, girl. That's a really great, great way to look at it. That's really interesting. Upon taking this job here in Cincinnati, moving here September 2020, Mm -hmm. one of the things that really intrigued me, excited me, um, and all those things was that my direct supervisor, our boss, Patty, I mean, it one of the things was that she was a woman. Mm-hmm. I came from another company that... She's a bad bitch. Yo, she's, she's the shit. And I came from another company that it was a lot of men in power. There were a couple of women in mm-hmm. positions of le- leadership and stuff, and um, but it was major- majority men. And that's not to say that it was a bad company or... You know, they didn't want any women or nothing like that. I don't want to speak bad on them because they're amazing. But um, coming here, that was one of the things I was like, man, that's going to be exciting to work with a woman in this position. Because in this radio business, in her in her position, there aren't two, there aren't that many women. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. It's not enough women, too. Yeah. Because, you know, it's crazy in this building is pretty much. I mean, really, it's a lot, lot of more women. women. A lot yeah. more women. And this is a bigger company than what I was working with, too. That was like a locally owned. like. But um, I love that. I think that's so great. Me, too. And I think it's different because when you're targeting women, like as an audience, that is who we try to cater to, mostly men, too, but mostly women. And then um, to have a woman kind of leading the team, right, it's like. She's a woman. She knows. (laughs) It's just kind of an obvious choice. Yes. And a lot of radio stations that try to target women as their main audience have men running the, you know, behind the scenes. And it's just kind of kind of odd. And it's not something I obviously think about every day or anything. I just thought it was super, super cool that, man, I'm going to have a female boss in this radio business that's predominantly male, predominantly white male, too. Yeah. And I just thought I just think that's super cool. I think it's great. Our CEO, like you just said, a, a white woman she doesn't like to say that like yo i'm a woman in this business Mm -hmm. rocking this shit but she is and that is like something that i like to celebrate like as a man like i think that's really cool i think it's super dope and um it's just truly inspiring yeah it's great and i'm not even a woman i can only imagine what it's like for other women to look up to you know for you to like look up to our boss patty or the ceo jenny and be like yo these are you know women can do this too Women can take over the world, will take over the world, For are sure. taking over the world. You For know? sure. There's there's a saying, um, an RBG, not an RBG saying, but um, was it um, Eleanor Roosevelt? It's behind every good man is a great woman. Making Absolutely. Making sure everything. And that was back in the day when men really didn't run the world. She's like, Psh, women are, women got men like puppets. You don't even know. Right. They holding it down at home while the men were off at war or hunting or whatever the hell. I think it's really cool to see you. You know, just how the world's going and most interestingly in our generation, how women's place in society and at least even in my perspective mm-hmm. of how we've changed in the past 20 years. Like, I th- look at the yeah. world way differently now, feminism-wise, with it, when I than I did when I was in high school and went to a female, empow- like an all-girls school that was all about empowering women. That's women. great. Yeah. But it's like, but just because so much has changed. Yes, I've grown up and become an adult, but so much has changed yeah. in our world. For sure. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, that's a great segue to um, 
the trending top story of the day. You know, do we even have to call him? I was going to say Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, but do we have to call him Prince Harry anymore? No. He's not technically a member of the royal family, no duties. I don't think so. It's just Meghan and Harry. Meghan and Harry. They sound like homies. Like They, they sound like our friends. I want to have <laughs> a kid basis. and name him Harry now. Harry. I do. Is Harry short for anything? Like Harold? I think it would be Harold, yeah. Wilson is in Harry. Really? Wilson, Harrison. Harrison could be his. It's definitely not Harrison, but it's got to be some sort of biblical. You know what? What's his last name? Because it's just Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex, right? Is What's it, his last name? I have no idea. Windsor. I have no idea. Yeah, but that's all like the House of Windsor and the Prince of Wales. Whatever. I know. Like, you know, I know. Like, what's his know. real name? That's crazy. Wow. I never really thought about that. Um, okay, well, his real name is Henry Charles Albert David. There's, I mean, Henry, David, that's what I meant. Is, yeah. Is David his last name? I mean, I, I guess, guess that's, so. still, that's all his name. Henry first Charles no David, that is his name. Henry Charles Albert David. Four first names. I mean, maybe two or middle, you know? That also... Or maybe if, three middles. If you also told me that that was the name of, like, somebody's kids, like we had quintuplets. Yeah. The quin four. Quadtuplets. We had quads. And uh, there are their names. Is that the, the New Testament? <laughs> but throw a Luke in there. See what happens. And he's got a son, Archie. I think it's a cool name. I, I Archie, like Archie Harrison. Too. Mountbatten. Windsor. Ah, Mount Mountbatten. Batten, Windsor. Those are, like, the houses of, you know, whatever. Watch The Crown. Educate yourself. Um, yeah, so the top trending story, because they had a they had a sit-down interview with uh, Oprah Sunday night, CBS, like, premiere, special, whatever. And they talked about a lot. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Natalie hasn't seen it. And you, But you've seen, like, you've watched a lot of video clips. They yeah. showed even more on CBS this morning with, um, I forget the queen's name. Queen Elizabeth? Um, no, Oprah and, uh, um, golly. I am still. What's her name? On my phone, Meghan Markle. No, 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 no. Not the actual queen. I just mean Gail. Gail. Gail King. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, so CBS this morning, Oprah showed like a, there were a lot more clips to stuff that couldn't fit in the two-hour special or whatever. Um, a really, really, really effed-up situation they were in over there. It sounds like I know. It's Quote, so sad. A trap, says Harry. That's so sad. Um, what we didn't really get into on the air was like the race. Oh, and I have another question concerning this, right? Okay. So it is like a trap, but also we were saying there is a little bit of that. Yo, that's what you get when you are a part of the Royal family. Like, what did you think you're getting yourself into? What Why part, is any of this a surprise? What part? So all there's, of, there's levels, all of the, all of the racial tensions and injustices that's fucked up. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, I look at the, the the monarchy as so out of touch with the world that I'm sure. unfortunately not surprised the that fact any that they of even those have things. A monarchy still. Yes, yeah. like I'm like I'm not surprised that any of those things have been happening. None of that is surprising to me. That does not make it right, and I'm not dismissing it. Sure, I'm just saying. But hearing it, I'm like, duh. It's I like, mean, God. What did we think they thought? <laughs> Yeah. Right? There's a Bill Burr There's joke a Bill Burr. about that. What um, did you think? I mean, and then at that point, you're like, I, a, once again, not dismissing or condoning anything. Right. Um, There's a lot of layers to it, and it's just not enough time to get to all of it. So if you haven't already, watch it. 
I hope Natalie, I hope you find it somewhere to watch it. If not, I can hook you up with my thing. Um, cause it's a really good watch. It's a, it's really revealing. And I, you know, to be completely honest, like I believe her, I believe Megan and Harry. They have no reason to lie. They weren't getting paid for this interview. They made yeah. all that very clear. Um, and this, yeah, it's just, this is, this is what we were going through. Um, they were worried about the institution as they called it. The senior members of the Royal family were somewhat, you know, uh, worried about the skin color of their, at the time, their unborn son, Archie, their firstborn child, mm-hmm. and how dark he might be, how dark his skin might be. Because Megan is mixed. Correct. She's um, black and white. So that was, like, just very disturbing. And it's, I agree with you that it's like, what did you expect? Why are we surprised? But it's still, when you hear it, it's, it's like, still, wow. It's still effed. It's, that's... And here's the thing. I saw this tweet. I wish I could take credit for this. I saw this tweet last night. Imagine coming to America to get away from racism. <laughs> Fudge. Think about Fuck, that. Fuck, man. That's crazy. Imagine coming to America because of the whole issues with racism. And imagine coming to America to get away from. You know, <laughs> I can't. I mean, I guess because, you know, just in my experience in life, raised super white. I am mm-hmm. the whitest white girl raised in a predominantly white environment all growing up. There is still a lot of racism happening, and that was happening around me my whole life. Yeah. And so I'm like, when I hear this, I'm like, yeah, just people are now finally talking about it. Yeah, it was just, it was covert, at least as far as the royal family and that whole thing for so long. Now it's just out loud. Because, yeah, racism is all over. It's covert and it's overt. But when you don't know, you don't know. You don't hear about it, you yeah. don't know, right? You don't just assume one way or the other. I mean, we can't now because we know. We're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, no surprise there. But it's like, we didn't really know. So we had nothing to go off of before. But I thought that was very interesting. Um, it was just it's just interesting. You know what I mean? <gasps> it's something I, I would never thought. It's all over the place. Yeah. Like, that, the, the, that, that, the possibility of that happening, like I said, is not, I'm like, that's fucked up. But I'm not, I wish I could say I was 100% surprised, but I'm not. But also, like, those thoughts did not cross my mind. Like, yeah. I didn't even think that it that wasn't, was an issue they'd have to deal with. Yeah, but now that we know, it's like, shoot, man, damn. Where does it end? Yeah. The racism in this world. And I don't have a kid, but I'm I'm sure they are, and you do it now as a father. Imagine if your parents were not supporting you like they said they would. Right. That's the other thing. Because it hit so close to home to me, that's why it was just like a dun-dun moment yeah. when I heard her say that. When I heard Megan say that on the on the interview, because I have a mixed race child. Yeah. And that would really, really, that would really hurt me. And she was talking about how she was suicidal for a lot of different reasons, including how they were concerned or, you know, voicing concerns about the color of his skin and all that kind of stuff and how dark he might be. Oprah was shocked. Her jaw was on the floor. Um, That would really bother me as well. That would infuriate me, too. And as a mother, to be like, my son is going to have to go through this. My children right. are going to be treated differently because of this. Oh, I would have freaking left as well. Because as black people, too, you're like, yo, my ancestors went and fought and went through all this shit, fought for our rights and did this, did that. You know, all the, all the work they put in and it's we're still going through this stuff. Yeah. Still, there's racism. Still, there's racist people. There's racist systems. There's racist. It's all over the place. And it's just. It's just disheartening every time to hear it. And I pray like, you know, because you think like, oh, that was generations ago. It wasn't that long ago, number one. But also 
Like my son is like a part of the next generation and he's half black, half white. Hopefully he doesn't still have to deal with this. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, man, the way the world, the way America has always been the world and America. So let's include the UK now too, mm-hmm. since they made that whole thing public. It's just the way the system has been set up for before, you know, before time. It's yeah. just, just the way it's been for thousands of years. You know, it's crazy. It really has. Racism has been, has been around since there were two different kinds of people around. Yeah. And it's like, when will it? I don't know. I, I love, I mean, what, what's going on and moving forward. And I think this is, this is going to leave a mark and super is this is going to ripple into so much more for so long. Oh yeah, this is going to affect the ro- the royal family, Birmingham Palace, all of that kind of stuff. And and hopefully the world to see like there are still some unturned stones where racism exists where you'd never really thought about before as a society or whatever. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's still out there. We thought we knew all the places. Oh, yeah, there's some people down south. Or there's some people over here. There's some system set up over there. It's like, no, no, no. It reaches a little bit further than we even could imagine because mm-hmm. of the royal family in Birmingham Palace, the monarchy, whatever, whatever. The other thing about that whole uh, interview special was something that, you know, Harry and, and Meghan kind of made clear was the um, the monarchy's care they they care so much about how they look in the press. They have such a quote unquote good relationship with the UK press specifically because they want to always look good. Mm-hmm. It matters what the press says about them because they always have to look good. Perfection. We look good. You know, when you go out in front of the cameras, you smile, you do your job, you shake hands, you kiss babies and whatever is going on in your personal life or in your mind, you got to put that shit aside and you leave it at the door. You have to be on. And it just made me think about, like, just us. We're not in the royal family, but, like, how us as regular civilians, how much we care about what other people think. Even us. Not even the press or the tabloids. We're not in that. But we care so much about what people think of us. And we kind of talked about this a little last week, like, anxiety behind, like, posting on social media and stuff. And the likes being taken away on Instagram, and we kind of had that conversation. But I, know, yeah, I think it's, you know, I've always thought, I feel like I've always had an irrational view of that. What you're talking about, because my thing has always been, hey, when you get yourself involved in that, you know, you've seen it happen to everybody else. It's gonna happen to you. Don't read that stuff. Oh my god, you're so much better than that garbage. Yeah. But but, but it, it seems that it's it's we're all human and it's yeah. not that easy and it's hard to always have to look perfect and popular. I can imagine. I mean, like I look like shit today. I don't know. I can just imagine that it's d- d- the standard of life that they have that is so unrealistic. Very unrealistic. It's probably we're just all human. Be miserable we... because you like can't do what you want to do. You don't. There's no free will. None. You are. Again, oh, I in can't Prince Harry's that. words, I can't handle that. trapped. You're in this. You're trapped. And he said that my dad, he said his brother, William, they're just trapped in this system. And whether they realize it or not, whether they admit it or not, they are. You have to be a certain way. You have to act a certain way, present yourself a certain way. And no one can ever know. And Harry's always the been the rebel. On. I mean, remember that year he dressed I up as him. Hitler for Halloween? Yeah, that was a little weird. But I mean, <laughs> I mean but, was, he, but he went was, there. 
Like, yeah, that I, was a little crazy. I'm, I remember, like, I thought that was kind of cringeworthy, like, yo, but, I mean, you did it, and you're Prince Harry, so, okay. Right, somebody on this, on that platform did that. Yeah. Did the unthinkable, quote-unquote. Right? Like, that is, like, life suicide, but then the world just kept on going, you know? Yeah. The world's going to keep on going. I was having this conversation with my mother over the weekend, and she doesn't, she kind of thinks of, like, Something happens and that's it. She doesn't see past it. She just, mm-hmm. I don't even hyper focus on what's yeah, in front of you. You kind know, of thing. yeah. And I said to her, I was like, I'm excited for all the for COVID to be over. I'm not, I'm so excited for the world to open up and I cannot wait to see, I cannot wait for the world to go back to normal. She's like, it's never going back to normal. Nothing's ever going to be the same. And I was like, okay, look, I mean, I want to be able to go out and socialize and be with groups right, again. You know right. what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Of course, and she's was just thinking, like, so many businesses have closed. The way we socialize, it's never going back to normal. Like, mm-hmm. Mom, yeah, well, I mean, for thousands of years, worse stuff has happened. Like, World War II happened. The world picked up and revolutionized. Yeah, I mean, like, this will happen again. I think it's about, gonna, like, 9-11. Like, right? I mean, it changed things. It was traumatic. It's one of the worst things ever in history. It, but it changed, like, the world continued to, the clock continued to move mm-hmm. as far as time. And they we just make adjustments and we keep on pushing. Keep going. Right to airport security and things of that nature. Um. Anyway, I forget why exactly I said that. Something about like, Megan and Harry and the, the, all of this, you know. Yeah. It's going to change. It's changing in the right direction. But it, the world's going to keep on going with this. And... I'm like happy they can be a part of it. I don't really know exactly where I'm going. But yeah, I'm they just... can kind of be a part of it now that they're out of that bubble that is the royal family or whatever as far as those duties and that that freaking trap. It's just it's really disgusting. I mean, it's it's and they exposed a lot. I'm I'm glad that they had the courage to do that even after such traumatic ex, such a traumatic experience. Me too. Um cuz is... that, that can be hard to do really like find the words after mm-hmm. you've dealt with some some trauma like that and pain, but she did it. They both did it. And, um, super ballsy. Very, 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 very empowering. I haven't even watched it, but the clips that I've saw were super empowering. And and it's kind of honestly like the ripple effect that she's leaving is even just today. She like lightened my load of worries in my mind. Like if Meghan Markle and Harry are going to do that and say all those things, drop the mic, man. Floodgates are open. Right. What can't you do? Yeah, you know? But it's um, cool. I thought, and this is what I mentioned to you earlier, just the timing of it, the timing of the release of the interview, right? The day before International Women's Day, on International Women's Day, everybody, this is like all everybody's mm-hmm. talking about. Nobody gives a shit about the NBA All-Star game last night. <laughs> that you know happened? what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> no, and that wasn't in the news anywhere. Nobody cares. Nobody worried. Nobody's, this is much much more important human rights, mm. civil Issue, whatever you want to call it. Not no damn NBA All-Star game during a pandemic. <laughs> like, Dang. Who gives a crap? But I thought this was great. Timing was perfect. Oprah was perfect, as always. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Leaving no stone unturned. And, um, yeah, I admire Oprah, Oprah too, for, for asking the questions that we all want to know. Me, too. So, anyway, happy International Women's Day. Woo! I'm standing behind you. I'm pushing you into... into um, into the future, like women of power. Yes. And like can, normalize it. Can I do a couple shout outs right now? I've never done, but I did um, a thing with Core Nutrition here in Cincinnati for Kroger. 
And for one of my friends that I happen to be like through a Kroger thing, that's all up. You can watch that. And also today I interviewed Sylvia of um, Skin by Brownlee and Co. And it was super crazy empowering as well. So check that out. That's dropping at some point. But go check out Sylvia Brownlee if you have not yet. Yeah, you can see all this stuff at um, WKRQ.com and just play yeah. around there. Your Q102 app. Uh, our socials are there. And Natalie's other podcast, Person of Interest podcast, is is there. You all can hear the that things. Interview. All these things. We appreciate you supporting. Like and subscribe. You can't like on podcasts, but subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate. That's the other thing. We'll talk to you tomorrow.